What's going on, podcast listeners? Welcome to the Pizza Hotline podcast. I'm Alamar Pixelunin, the video editor here at Pizza Hotline, and I will be your host. I'm also joined by Jerry Chanflone, the CEO of Pizza Hotline, and Antonio, his son, who is the president of the company. The purpose of this podcast is to help you, the podcast listeners, learn more about who we are and that we're more than just a company who makes pizza. We'll be talking about their family experiences within the business, some business tips and insights, and of course, pizza. On today's podcast episode, Jerry and Antonio share what it's like to run the business as a family. We had a ton of fun filming these episodes, and our hope is that this will be a valuable experience for you as well. Again, thank you for tuning in. We'll see you in the episode. We're back again for our second podcast episode for the uh, Pizza Hotline podcast. Uh, I just want to welcome everyone, everyone that's tuning in, either on Spotify, maybe even on iTunes, um, YouTube even, or even Facebook. We just want to welcome you guys as the viewers. Uh, Thank you for joining us on this experience so far. It's been really good. Uh, The first episode, uh, we went through it and you know what? We felt it was a pretty good first episode, very informational, a lot of touch points here and there about the business and Uh, where Pizza Hotline kind of came from as a brand. And uh, for this one, we're going to be actually touching on um, running a family business and just perspectives of a a father and son dynamic kind of leading into that. What about the husband and wife? (laughs) Yeah, that too. We can definitely touch on that. Or boyfriend and girlfriend originally. (laughs) Yeah, because that's where it started, right? That's where it started. That's where it started. Yeah. Or how about this one? Boyfriend, girlfriend, Mm -hmm. possibly father-in-law and mother-in-law and sister-in-law. The All whole, in the kitchen. And sister-in-law boyfriend for a period. No, no, no. That came years later. <laughs> the whole family tree, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's great. We can so you want to talk about difficult dynamics? <laughs> yeah. Definitely. We're, we're going to get into that for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we situated ourselves basically about like how Pizza Hotline kind of operates, the values, the brand. Um, but I'd like to ask from an outside perspective, kind of looking in, you know, what what was it like running it as a as a father? Or maybe even first as a as boyfriend and girlfriend kind of thing well you know i it i don't i'm not sure where to start to be honest with you because it's uh it, it has its challenges yeah um it, it is it, it especially has its challenges when you want to grow mm-hmm. so back then um i i got into the i guess the business, you know, um, learning the way, well, today my in-laws ran a business, um, everything from how they would make their dough and uh, make make the homemade pastas to the gnocchis. Everything was homemade. Everything was scratch right. or sauce. Everything, a lot of it still is. But um, so I don't know if you guys got grandparents have you ever asked them for a recipe or watch them in the kitchen? Yeah. Yeah. Have you and ever tried that with Italian grandparents? Have you ever no. tried? So here's, <laughs> the, here's the way it works. Here's the way it works. Yeah. If you try to nail down a recipe mm-hmm. and say, okay, what's the weight of yeast? 
what's the weight they have no idea of weight mm -hmm. it's all oh, a little bit of this and a little bit of that sprinkle this they yeah, sprinkle yeah. this a and they sprinkle that yeah exactly. this much <laughs> so oh my god was that a challenge like it was uh taking those recipes um rule of first rule of order was learn everything and learn it the way they were doing it mm -hmm. and as i was going through that in my mind i i couldn't wait to make the changes to the processes um so that it would be much more easy on us, right? Yeah. So dealing with an older Italian who's been in the kitchen for, I don't know, 20 years or 30 years prior to that and, and introducing change doesn't go very well. Right. Okay. It right. just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So, um, so there were, there were a lot of challenges when it came to, uh, when it comes to working with family in a business, um, yeah, it's not easy. Right. You know, who, who in, 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 and who listens to who, right? So does, does sometimes I think a certain way, sometimes my wife thinks a certain way, and um, we all come with our own biases. And mm -hmm. so who's right and who's wrong? Or, or no, it's not just about who's right or wrong. At that time, you both think you're right and wrong. It's who has the authority in the say, mm -hmm. right? So it, it becomes very a lot more talk than needs to be right right a yeah. lot more discussion than 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 you would have wished for that's for sure but you know um i did that for a number of years and then uh and then then my wife uh, uh teresa she uh, kind of moved out of the business and as we were growing um because i, I just took it in a different way Right. So when when did uh, when was that point or when that that point of discussion of when you're uh, when Teresa was uh, pulling away from the business kind of thing? That, that that happened after about a year to two in the business. Okay. Yeah. That's when that that's when that took place. Yeah. And it was more so you leading that charge. Yeah. After I that. stuck I stuck with it and and um, and she she left for a while. Um, you know, left in in terms of the daily running the store. I, I did that. And then I got into a, a car accident in, when was that? 1990, I think it was. Got into a pretty bad car accident and uh, and I was out of commission mm -hmm. in a bed pretty well for, uh, must have been a good month, two months. Wow. And yeah, yeah it was excruciating pain to move. And uh, so that's when she, she Got, jumped back in and took control of at that time our first location on St. Anne's. Okay, so that was that when that happened. Okay, and I guess Antonio. So when when did you start uh, coming into the business growing when up? When I was born, right yeah, when you were born. So it's right from the get go. Yeah. So <laughs> like a baby, just toss it. <laughs> throw him in the air. Yeah. Just spin him around a few times. Yeah. Put a couple of pepperoni and cheese on his head. And yeah. Yeah. No, I was I was in the business. Um, I was involved in some capacity from when I was born. Like, I think uh, my Facebook profile picture is like, mm -hmm. is a picture of me when I was, I think three uh, on the flyers, eating a big slice of pizza yeah. in the uniform. And I named my like stuffed animal <laughs> Ralph pepperoni when I was a <laughs> <Yeah>. little kid. <laughs> Cause I just, I was, I was in the kitchen yeah. with them. Right. So they would be working or doing whatever. And I would just be there if I wasn't at school or if I wasn't with a family member, I would, I would be there. So I spent a lot of time 
in the first couple locations when I was very young and I'd do everything. I would, you know, fold boxes, like everything a young kid could do in the kitchen, right? Mm -hmm. So I'd fold a lot of pizza boxes. Yeah. And more than anything, I was just kind of a fly on the wall. Uh, And as I got older, my involvement got, um, I guess, bigger around school. So in the summers, I would come do different things for the by that point, it was then the corporate office. We were pretty well established in a franchising model at that point. So I wasn't I wasn't working in the stores as much as I was working in the office for the stores. So I did a period in accounting. I did a period in marketing. I did a period um, when I was really young. I like I, I what, this was before Photoshop was a thing for me. I used like fireworks, the other Adobe. Suite, yeah. yeah. And I, I would like. I didn't know how to close cut things. So I would zoom in because we had product shots that we need to put on our website. Mm. I would like individually erase each pixel of the picture with a one pixel set yeah. eraser. Cause yeah. that's just how I knew how to do it. Yeah. So I was always there. And then they, uh, those, those, those pictures look pretty good though. We use them on our, on, on our website. Yeah. yeah your turnaround time is two weeks a picture <laughs> yeah. and it's free labor. So there's really free no labor. loss. Can't complain. No. Yeah. But uh, that's yeah. how we keep our prices and our value down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. They use, they use <laughs> little yeah. kid versions of me, Yeah, but no, it, I, I was always involved in some capacity. And as I got older, I then started to get back into the kitchens. So I worked a lot at cafe 22. Um, I worked on the line for a bit. I worked in the front of house for a bit. And as I, graduated high school and went to university i started to pursue more um business school i had i had always kind of stayed away from business schooling because when i was younger i wanted to do uh get into medicine so i i pursued more sciences biological sciences that kind of thing and then i had a change of heart um in school i went back and i did my mba and i came into the business in more of i guess a higher level capacity after that and I've been here ever since. So. Right. Okay. So was was joining the family business always something like you kind of wanted to do or was it just uh, a desire that you had from the get-go? Yeah, I think I, well, I always liked the business. Yeah. But for me, as I got older, I think the challenge was, you know, do I like, like, what does the business really mean? Because for me, for for years, it was after school, I'd come to a restaurant, I'd eat cheese sticks mm-hmm. and I'd sit with my mom my dad my grandparents my aunt my uncle so you know what's not to like yeah um whereas in school i think i think in general school gives a little bit less of a focus on business as a actual like as an actual career and as a profession it's great if you want to be a dentist doctor lawyer accountant it's not so great if you want to start your own business right so Mm -hmm. i always liked the academic side of sciences but I always knew I liked the business. So I don't know if it was something I always knew I wanted to do or something that I just always knew I liked and I wanted to see if I liked something else more or if that was really it for mm-hmm. me. If that- No, yeah, because I find it really interesting because there's, you know, the, you, you've seen time and time again from uh, other kids who have kind of grown up in a family business in that way. Sometimes they're for it or sometimes they're like on the complete opposite spectrum of it. And they just don't want to do anything with it. So it's really interesting to see that kind of perspective that you have growing up as a kid and being exposed to this family business and being kind of like ushered in and then coming back with a stronger sense of, you know, your background, uh, having gotten that MBA in business. So, um, 
yeah that's great and i just wanted to see like further like how has how has been uh joining the family business in this sense has it affected you know relationships within your family kind of thing have you seen some kind of uh some some relationships grown or strengthened possibly well i think any level of involvement you know more or less ultimately changes the family dynamic because it's in a family business it's really one and the same as much as you can talk about there being separation and Mm -hmm. all this other stuff you're you're working on your business 24 hours a day seven days a week like we'll we go home and we're still talking about the business we go out for a family dinner the business comes up it's just it is what it is especially in ours where throughout the years extended family has been involved and I think we navigate it pretty well. Um, But I guess, yeah, I would change a typical like father-son relationship or husband-wife relationship or in-law relationship because there's another facet to that relationship that is the business relationship. So, you know, when you have to have a business conversation, you have to have it. And it doesn't matter if it's, if we're talking or if other family members are talking the same way it doesn't matter in another office if you're a closer friend or an acquaintance or whatever if a conversation right. needs to happen it needs to happen exactly. so it's definitely different from a typical family relationship i don't know if it's better or worse it just is what it is mm-hmm. so i guess jerry echoing that same question like ha- has having this business and running it as you know as the head of it um do you feel like some relationships have kind of been strengthened in that in that same regard yeah, I think, you know, when you're around people, you don't realize it, you don't think about it, but you are strengthening your relationships, right? Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're around someone, you build a relationship with that person. If you're not around them, you don't. Yeah. Actually, the relationships go in their own direction, right? Mm-hmm. So the closer and the more you're around in, uh, people, the, the more um, the relationships build. It's about finding the right balance, yeah. right? You know, work, home, work, home. There needs to be some separation and guidelines put in place um we do talk a lot about the business and we're always on it but you know since i think since antonio started um it's changed and you find what works when i was with that time my girlfriend who's my wife today um we figured out what worked for us then mm-hmm. right so you have to figure out what works in that re- who's good at what who's strong at what who's better at you know, at, yeah. at, at the, and what do you enjoy doing? Like playing to your strengths. Basically. Playing to your strengths, yeah. always. I, I'm a believer of that. Um, and you look for that in anyone, and whether it's, uh, you know, family or not, mm-hmm. you always want play to play to strengths. And, yeah. and because naturally, where you're strong is what you enjoy. It's mm-hmm. usually what it is. Yeah. And so if you're enjoying it, you can uh, you can take on a lot more and do a lot better job at that. Yeah, definitely. Because um, I feel like just just bringing that to light and talking about that kind of topic, I feel like if there's any people who are listening right now, even them trying to even find their own balance within their own family businesses and being able to kind of relate in that spectrum. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yeah. I would say I would say the biggest thing is, I mean, like everything else, the biggest thing is transparency, right? Mm-hmm. And on the point about playing to your strengths. I think some businesses and some family businesses, when they fail, I think there's some nep- maybe not even intentional nepotism, but it's like, oh, that's my son, so he should be in this senior position, where maybe he was fast tracked, or maybe he was he didn't actually go through and you know 
do things from ground up and gain that contextual understanding. Um, and I think one thing that we retain is we're always – nobody gets the job or nobody gets to, to kind of have that say unless there's some reasonability to believe what's coming out of their mouth, right? Mm-hmm. So just because you're in our family doesn't mean that you should have an ultimate say on – uh, part of our operations policies and procedures if you've never worked in a store yes. if you can't understand the ramifications of your decision then you shouldn't make the decision and sometimes family businesses um, I think rely a little too heavily or place a little too much emphasis on the last name and not enough emphasis on the character and the validity of the person in their position Definitely. Um, yeah. and I really think that's important yeah, I heard a good saying once it was uh, and it was uh, family uh, family does not have a right to management. Mm-hmm. They may have a right to ownership. Right. Right. You get it. Yeah. You may. You know, if I'm the founder and I own a business, and of course, if I go, I'll probably pass it on to my kids. Right. The ownership. But when it comes to running a business and management, and and that 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 should go to the best qualified best fit candidate whether or not that's family mm-hmm. and and i i believe in that yeah i feel that's important yeah. too i i think yeah. that's a reason why a lot of family businesses fail because they end up keeping it in the hands of their their family member at the expense of good management yes you know yeah there's that trade-off yeah they're not willing to make the hard decision mm-hmm. and sometimes you got to really take a step back and look at the bigger picture and see what's best for the best for the business exactly yeah because uh because the business rewards the shareholders and the family owns the shares Mm -hmm. so you know you you got to stick to stick to stick to that philosophy and i think you'll be okay yeah i guess maybe even touching on those philosophies um so what are some key takeaways of things that you've learned like what are some values that just have stuck all the way from the beginning till today of being in part of this family business. Values. Like- I would say transparency. Yeah. Just be honest. If you see something or you, you want to say something, say it again, treat it like any other business. That's really the best way. Probably the best advice from what I've seen so far, at least is yeah. if you, you know, again, if you let the family dynamic get in the way of what's best for the organization, you're going to suffer. Your family's probably, your organization will suffer, which will cause your family to suffer. Mm-hmm. So everybody needs to be able to sit around the table with a mutual respect to say, we're all here with the same goal. That goal is the business needs to do well, or the business needs to grow, or the business needs to sell, or whatever their goal is at that time. But like he said, if the family or the shareholders, shareholders have a certain responsibility and they need to act in that responsibility. If the family are managers, then managers have a certain responsibility. Mm-hmm. If there is a mix, so you have some family members and some outside members, the family members should, really shouldn't get this any special say or special whatever. A lot of the time, if you simplify things back down, the rules and the, the kind of the engagement is pretty clear. But I think a lot of families over convolute it because the personal relationships start to blur lines mm-hmm. and that's where you can you, you can things can get messy yeah um, yeah it's definitely finding that fine line be, between things too it's like separating um to a certain point family and business kind of thing 
and being able to differentiate that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess talking about family in general, um, Jerry, do you, do you have what is one of the craziest things that you've seen happen in your years of like running Pizza Hotline? I guess within the family. No. What? <laughs> what do you mean crazy? Like, I don't know. Is there is there like a story that you just you feel like you have to tell? That holy, yeah, you're gonna have to give me a moment there. My it's so many years, I don't, <laughs> yeah. I have to open up doors in my head to mm-hmm. to go back, yeah, yeah. Oh, I gotta think. There's, I don't know, for me, it, it's just, I don't know if there's any one thing or mm-hmm. just what being able to almost watch your family in like a it's like it can kind of be like a sitcom, mm-hmm. like you, like you're watching your like when I was younger, your grandpa your aunt and uncle, your mom and dad in a kitchen, mm-hmm. just having to deal with whatever comes through the door. And like, it, it's, it, it, sometimes it was like an episode of everybody loves Raymond. Sometimes yeah. it yeah, was yeah. like, you just had, you just watched them react and act and try to do their best and mm-hmm. get under each other's skin. Cause it's 16 hours <laughs> in the day and they yeah. want to go home. And, the story just kind of unfolds. Yeah. On itself. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. sometimes it's definitely just a comedy, mm-hmm. how things happen, but, yeah, I don't know if there was one specific thing. Well, there's crazy means a lot of different things too. Like, you know, there's been, you know, there's been serious crazy things. There's mm-hmm. been funny crazy things. And yeah, if you have like, if there's a funny crazy thing that kind of happened. Oh, yeah. funny <laughs> crazy. Huh. It's probably a few of those. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. There's here's a good story. I wasn't personally invo- involved with this one. I'm not sure if we should say this <laughs> on, on record, but when my father-in-law owned his business, my father-in-law has a very short fuse. <laughs> and so so um, he had a customer who called him and he was the delivery driver at that time because it was just him, his wife mm-hmm. and the two kids that ran the business. Yeah. And uh, and this customer um, kept phoning and complaining. So one day he ends up making the pizza with his with his wife personally. They're, now this guy, like they've got him on the, on, on the radar, right? Back then there was no computers or anything. You just knew that cu- customer called, it's that address, oh, watch out. Mm-hmm. Let's make this pizza perfect. So he, he makes the pizza, he goes and delivered. Lo and behold, he gets a call of another complaint. So. They were they they said, okay, sure, we'll remake it and we'll come out and bring you another pizza. So what does he do? He goes and brings a pizza and he says and, and he throws the pizza on the ground, stomps on it, oh and, says, <laughs> and, says, and says, You're not gonna you're not gonna screw me any longer. Don't order from us again, pretty well, right? Don't order from us yeah. again. And but there's no way I'm giving you this pizza. I'd rather throw it in the garbage then let you steal from me again. Mm-hmm. And uh, so yeah, that, he reacted like that a couple times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's another story, not to throw my grandpa under the bus, yeah, yeah. but there's another story that he told me once. And my mom has also told me this where uh, they went to deliver a, a pizza to an apartment or something. And they, okay. were, they were in the elevator and it was a rougher area. And they get in the elevator and these couple big guys are in the elevator and they, they look at my grandpa and they start going, oh, the pizza smells nice. Why don't you give us a slice? And they start really harassing him. Yeah. They're going to steal the pizza, right? Because they got him in the elevator now. There's nothing he can do. They're mm. going to just take it. And he gets so mad that he just, again, 
throws it on the ground and stomps on it because he would rather just stomp on it than give the pizza away and oh, calmly man. leave yeah. and just flips out on them. And I think my mom was like eight mm-hmm. and was in the elevator with them and yeah. was just, just terrified looking at how this unfolded. And they got off the elevator, they left, he went back to the shop and kept making food yeah. for the rest of the night. But but that's what I mean about that's like, crazy. it's like yeah, you yeah. can't write that. Like that mm-hmm. would be on a on a comedy show somewhere like mm-hmm. why is that the normal response <laughs> if you're getting robbed yeah you everyone else cooperates tries to neutralize the situation he goes full atomic and or another time on here's like, another good one here's another yeah. one so so uh, customer walks through the door my mother-in-law goes to the front counter and he says hey lady i need some bread i need your bread so my mother-in-law goes to the back of the kitchen to get bread she thought he was hungry mm-hmm. she thought he couldn't afford it so oh, yeah. he's right. he's robbing them, saying, "Give me all your bread, like, give me the dough, <laughs> give me the give dough." Me the dough. <laughs> so she thinks he's but she's poor got guy. an Italian accent, she's so she's going, guy. "Oh, he's, he's bread, hungry. he's hungry, yeah. he's hungry." So she goes to the back <laughs> of the kitchen, gets a loaf of bread <laughs> to hand him. My father-in-law comes to the front, starts arguing with his wife. What are you doing? He's <laughs> robbing us. Can't you see? He's robbing us. Yeah. So they start going at it between each other and. In the uh, middle of in the, the middle of the well, sky while they're being robbed. While they're, yeah, being, while robbed. they're being robbed. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about yeah. that story. That's probably the best one, actually. Yeah, but there's tons. I mean, oh, I, yeah. there's the, like even in the later years, <laughs> there's been some again, in the last episode we talked about our office is located above one of our franchise locations. Right. And uh, my uncle, his brother in law, and my aunt are the franchisees of that location. So I've got to see my aunt and uncle in so many hilarious situations over the years. If it's like a crazy customer comes through the door or Mm. I've seen stacks of pizza boxes just fall on them before when they're (laughs) walking. Like it's, you can't like, I don't even know how many things, but that's part of what you get in Mm. a family business. There's, Mm. you're there all day, every day with your family. So when something funny happens, it happens to your dad or your aunt or your cousin instead of a coworker. Mm -hmm. So you can laugh a little harder. Yeah, because you get all these just genuine moments and it's funnier funnier because it's your family and it's just like, well, it happened to you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, That that is great because like just hearing a bunch of family stories like that, um, I personally feel because like there's, you know, I've had my own fair share of like family stories and stuff like that, but being able to see that then that there's some form of um, relation or relatability that I can have with you guys and sharing with your family stories like that. I feel like that's a very key point, um, especially with what we're trying to do and what we're trying to create, um, especially with this podcast and this episode. Sure. Um, well, you know, we if, if you made it this far into the podcast, uh, I want to give you a round of applause for sure be, for our audience because and a huge thank you um, on behalf of everyone here at Pizza Hotline, you know, for myself, for Jerry and Antonio. We do appreciate you guys listening in, tuning in and uh, really just diving into this content and really experiencing it for what it is. Um, so be sure to stay tuned for each episode as it is, as it is released. Uh, for the most part, each episode is going to be kind of a two part series. Uh, that's where we're planning to do. And uh, yeah, as they're as they're released on iTunes or Spotify, we'll we'll definitely let you guys know. So again, thank you guys for joining me on this episode. It's been a pleasure. Pleasure so, again. Yes, looking definitely. forward. Yeah. Looking forward to the next one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if you guys want to hear any more stories, let us know. Yeah, we'll get we'll, better and we'll, better as we go too. We'll yeah. think of some more uh, crazy, crazy stories. stories. Crazy <laughs> stories, <laughs> and then we'll share it. Yeah, there's a few for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Okay, thanks guys. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. it. Thank you. Thank you.
All right, guys. So that's the end of this podcast episode. I just wanted to personally thank you for listening in to this podcast. Be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast from the platform of your choice so that you can be notified when each episode goes live. We appreciate your support. Leave us a comment or a review and let us know how we're doing. Are you enjoying the episodes that are coming out? Or if there's a topic that you specifically want to hear from us. Again, thank you for listening in. It's been a slice. We'll catch you on the next episode. Take care. Thank you.